the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. If you are new around here, then we are three Scottish gamers who love to chat all things gaming. I'm Jessica and we also have Craig and Andy. I'm Andy. I'm Craig. (laughs) This week we'll be discussing some games we've been playing, our gaming movie, the usual shitty platinum of the week and our pick of the week plus the latest news. Please make sure you're following us on all our social accounts at Pure Dead Gaming. Our YouTube and Twitch channel is also Pure Dead Gaming where you'll find weekly videos and if that's not enough then you can also head to puredeadgaming.com for all the latest reviews. Please do expect some foul language throughout this episode. The boys just can't help themselves so sorry if you're offended. Fucking fuck. (laughs) Bastard! That wasn't me pausing for you to swear. That's not what that was. I thought it was an invitation. (laughs) (laughs) Just warning our our listeners that you know. No, like an invitation to swear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I apologise to Terry's mum again, no doubt. (laughs) How are we both this week? Good. No, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Another another superb film to talk about later on, so that's good. Happy about that. I just, I don't know, it still feels like we're coming out of the, sort of starting to come out of the pandemic, but it still doesn't really feel like it, I don't no. know why. still feels shit. Uh, I'm, 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 we can hug people from next <clears throat> week though. Ah, so that, that's good. I'm just going to start walking up to strangers in the street and black. I'm allowed to do this. <laughs> Nicola said I can do this. You'll take a hug and... Me, Jimmy Cranky said it was fine. <laughs> But like I don't know, like I just I like I'm playing football again, getting to go back to the gym. Pretty much the only things I was missing from before the pandemic, but mm-hmm. it still feels like a lockdown somehow. I think it's gonna take a long while before it feels n- normal. Yeah, probably. I think doing this podcast makes me realise how little I do. <laughs> Because look, when you ask what you've been up to, and it's like you have to like literally rack your brain and go, "What have I done? That's not work and sleep, not a lot." Makes you realise how much you like procrastinate and stuff, doesn't it? Aye, pretty much, yeah. And just like don't do anything. I tend to find like I mean we don't I don't get much time without the kids, but because I like crave that just quiet time mm-hmm. like I find sometimes like at night like once everyone's fallen asleep that I'll just sort of sit in silence and be like oh, this is really nice this is just right, the imagine. only noise in this room is the noise that I am making <laughs> and there's something really I mean you wouldn't really appreciate that fully but like there's something just really fucking nice no, about I, it I, I like my time to myself as well I mean you get Definitely. you get a substantial amount of it I do I do get a lot of it I don't have kids. I've got two pairs of cats that I treat like kids, but they're not as demanding as actual children, I don't think. My cat's almost as demanding as the He's kids. He's quite bad <clears> at <throat> the moment. unbelievable. Yeah. Just always wants your attention. Just wants everything, and he ignores Jess and the kids. Completely ignores them. He walks no, past he, them and comes to me. Not all the time, though. Like, at six o'clock in the morning, he knows you're not getting up, so it's me he comes to. That's the only time, though, other than that. <laughs> Like he will bypass you just to come to me. Mm-hmm. Like he'll come in, I could be in the toilet and he'll come in and push his way past everyone and butt into the toilet to start meowing at me. Oh, for God's sake. When I'm Hello, like, Daddy. clearly there's better people equipped at the moment to suit your needs. But no, he's just a, he's just an absolute pain. 
uh, I wanted to shout out to you. Have you, have any, any of you ever heard of the YouTube channel No Clip? No Clip? No. 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 Uh, I've watched a few other things before. They do really good like gaming documentaries and stuff like that. I think they're funded through like Patreon or something like that. I can't remember. I've watched a lot of stuff in the past. Like, they did a lot of cool stuff on Hitman and things like that. But it was Chris on Twitter, uh, one of our listeners that had picked up on it and had sent me a link that they recently did an interview uh, for a documentary mm. with Arcane Studio. So, and it's an hour documentary all about how they created the levels and Dishonored, like the level design and stuff like that. Right. And it's got like outtakes and stuff like that and stuff they never made, that never made it into the game. That's cool. But I just want to shout it out because I, mean, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but I'm sure it'll be excellent. But even on the off chance that it's not, like they've got a whole library full of free content that you can watch and some of the stuff's just brilliant. Right, like, this looks, I'm just looking at the new actually, there's a lot of... The videos are quite interesting. Like the titles. Oh, they go they go into a lot of detail. Like I say, <coughs> they get, stuff like, I would they, watch. they get interview with, interviews with developers and stuff like that, and go into really interesting stuff. It's it's well worth a watch. Like I say, I haven't had a chance to watch the mm. the Dishonored one yet, but I'm going to as soon as I I get the time. Because that, that sounds well. right good. Right good. I get. Did you see about the? game that popped up on playstation for free today by mistake no by mistake i i mean granted it was a shit up well i suppose somebody must have liked it i think it was called valkyria revolution or something like that for some reason there was some mess up on the playstation store Hmm. and it was appearing as free and if you just hit the button rather than pay for it you just add it to your library for free after about half an hour playstation obviously realized went motherfuckers and uh, fixed it, but I think a lot of people got it for free. This game for yeah, free, like you get like quite often. Like I'm a member on like social media groups. It's like bargain <coughs> pages and stuff like that. And you quite often get folk like posting, "Oh, Amazon have like glitched, and you can buy this mm. for like five quid when it's meant to be, you know, five hundred quid and stuff." But m- more often than not, they're able to send an email out saying, "Sorry, we made a pricing error." You're not getting it, basically. But I suppose and they're with, well within their rights to do that yeah, as well. But with the likes sometimes of a, they honour it. Yeah, sometimes. But like with a game, I suppose if you've already downloaded it and started playing it, they can't really. Does, I don't think, I don't think they can you access do. your PlayStation and delete it. Really, can no, they? So you're a bit so. snickered. Don't think so. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not sure. They maybe, maybe could. try and bill you for it, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I, I mean, I, I don't know what the outcome of this one's been. But certainly in the past, I know things like this have happened, and people have got to keep. Things. Why couldn't that have happened with Resident Evil? That would have been good. <laughs> That'd been pretty good. <laughs> Capcom would have been fucking raging. Because folk would have been right on that. Absolute fuckers. Never mind some fucking pish we can't even pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's weird. I was looking at another thing. There's been loads of like I don't know. Most of the most interesting stuff, like not necessarily news, but like tidbits for me this week, has came from Twitter. Which yeah. does, to be fair, tend to be... That's where you spend a lot of your time, Craig. That's true. It's where you, I get you, all my news. That's how I realise what's happening. You get a lot of weird shit. Like, this is... It wasn't really news, so I didn't want to put it in the news section, but it's it's something that's worth noting that I thought, for our listeners, that I think it was Resident Evil they'd picked up on. And it's a, uh, a Twitter account called Does It Play? And they... I don't know, they, they go into a lot of detail with games, like, oh, what's on the disc and what's this, what's that. But, right, 
so PlayStation, when they release something, like say Resident Evil, there's a PlayStation 4 Resident Evil, a PlayStation 5 Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. If you go into fucking game or Tesco or whatever, there'll be two different boxes. Mm-hmm. For the Xbox, there's just an Xbox version. Mm-hmm. And so, because Xbox have this thing called Smart Delivery, which is really clever, and it just, you get the disc and then you'll be able to play whatever the best version for you is, right? So right. That, that's how it works. Uh, it'll upgrade you to whatever the best version is. I mean, you're not going to stick it in a 360, though, are you? No, it wouldn't work in a 360, <laughs> but like, you stick it in an Xbox One, you'll play that. You right, stick it in okay. a Series X, it'll play the much better version, 4K, okay. 60 frames a second. Right. So, that's fair but enough. PlayStation doesn't have this? No, no? with PlayStation. Like, don't be wrong, Like, it's not necessarily all bad, because like for people like myself that like trophies, <clears> like... <throat> You can, there's a PlayStation 4 trophy list and a PlayStation 5, so if you really loved the game, you could play it twice and get the trophies in two separate ones, but for mm-hmm. Xbox, it will just automatically upgrade you to whatever the, the best version is. But the downside to this, and I never thought of this until I saw this tweet, was what Xbox... It's, I suppose it's the only way this can be done, but what Xbox have had to do is they have to put the lowest denominator of the game on the disc. So when you buy a Series X version of Resident Evil 8, Resident Evil Village, you're getting the Xbox One version on the disc. And then what happens is once you put it in, it downloads the upgrade so that when you play it, it plays the best version. Right. So if you were an offline gamer or you didn't want to connect to the internet or something like that and you buy the Series X version of Resident Evil on disc, that's the Xbox One version you're playing on that. Oh wow! So you're look because it's surely more money for the new. The... Uh, no, at the moment they're the same. All oh, right. right. Uh, so it's not like you're saving any money or anything like that. Uh, but supposing like years down the line, like it goes offline or something like that, and you've still oh, I've still got my Resident Evil Village Xbox. You think it's an Xbox mm-hmm. Series X disc? Mm-hmm. You put that in, and if you're not connected to the internet to update it, then you're going to be playing the last gen version of it. China's much. Di- I mean, see, I was looking at. Like on Twitter, like things were coming up saying uh, comparisons between, and it just doesn't seem as if there's much of a difference, it really. Does, it, every time I see those comparisons, I don't <clears> think <throat> it looks that much different. I don't I, see any difference in them. Aye, when when you see when they put down the numbers, it seems like the resolution yeah. of the Series X is like twice as much as the Xbox One. And you can one. see with fra- like frame rate is obviously something you need to view and witness, like, aye. and that is a factor. But when it comes to actual like the graphics, there is. On the old gen, it's as good as you know. I mean, it's got a level where the graphics are decent enough anyway. Also depends on your TV, I suppose, as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Aye, totally. Um, like, I, I don't know. I'm the same. I don't notice that much of a difference. To be fair, like, I, I think it's much bigger, like the frame rate than the. Than yeah, the that's, a, that's a big thing. I but think. I mean, it would be again like you would be playing it at thirty frames per second because mm-hmm. you would need the Series X version. But how many people at this day and age don't have the internet or are for whatever reason not connected to the internet? Like, what's yeah. the percentage of Xbox gamers that aren't online? Not a huge amount, but it is still a thing. Like, yeah. there is still people that don't want to be online, so they all they buy all their games physically. Remember, and I suppose to... they must know this, but it's just it's just a weird thing that I would never have thought of unless mm. I saw that tweet. Remind with the PlayStation, I think I don't think it's a thing anymore. But you used to have to like if I have FIFA and it's a digital download, <clears throat> it would need to connect to the internet to verify that I've bought that game. Mm. It, that used to be a thing. Aye. So like if my internet went down out in the country, which sometimes does, 
Like, like I'd been my day off, I went to play FIFA, and then the internet goes down, and then that's me fucked. I can't play FIFA because it can't verify that I own the game. But it doesn't, I don't think that's a thing anymore. I think the way it works now is, like, if you were to lose internet, it wouldn't do it straight away. But there is a thing where I think, I could be wrong right in, but there's every so often, like, the likes of PlayStation checks your licenses to make sure that you own a product. So if you were to disconnect from the internet, like, after three or four days, it would lock you out. Oh right, but it, it kind of like checks to verify have Aye, you got so a license. Every so often it has to check. I mean, what you could do is you could turn like if your internet went down like every three or four days, you could tether it to your phone for aye, five minutes just, just so to verify check licenses or something aye, like that. But aye, aye. okay, th- there is a thing like that, which again, like to me, causes like issues because what if years down the line you decide. I don't want the internet, but I've got these consoles that have got hundreds of games on yeah. them, and then you turn them on, they're like, uh-uh, like... No. It's the, it's the but down, we it's live the in down. a world where, you know, internet is life. Aye. It's not going to go away, it's not the internet's going to go away, but Imagine like, you didn't have the internet, you'd, be, you'd just be lost. Aye. Because you need it for everything. Folk wouldn't be able to hear this. I mean, there was a day... Chris's <laughs> <was> a... <laughs> face there. Folk wouldn't be able to hear us. <laughs> So upset. There was a They'd date, be upset. I know. There was a day <laughs> at my work where the internet went down and it was an annoyingly my day off, but everyone gets sent home because we couldn't do fuck all. Oh, that's mental. Aye. Holy crap. I don't remember that, that's right. Aye, they just sent everyone home. <laughs> State of that. We couldn't do anything. I'd be the same at my work if I if like the kind of internet or intranet mm-hmm. went down, I wouldn't be able to do anything. So there'd be pointless me being there. But you'd probably still have to be there too. Because you'd still I, have vis- not visitors, customers that would yeah, come and have to have to explain them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a telephone engineer, so if the internet goes down, I get pretty busy. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. I work. That's, You're the man that's, that's fixing it that, for that's us. That's kind of my busiest time. <laughs> <laughs> when the internet goes down, that's a, that's a bad day at the office, that. <laughs> uh, what else has been happening? Um, Oh, I get this another follow-up to a news story from a couple of weeks ago, but remember how Sony were shutting down the Vita store, but yeah. then they decided that everybody was a wee bit upset about it, so they wouldn't shut Done it anymore. Done a U-turn. I have a U-turn. Well, it's almost like a, a lowercase U-turn, <laughs> I would say, because they are, it's now been confirmed that they are still, they're not going to close the store, but they're closing it to new releases. So, okay. as of, I'm not sure what date it is in the summer, you will not be able to release new games for the Vita. So the store will remain open so that you can buy games, mm-hmm. but new games will not be able to come out. So all these people mm-hmm. that were developing games, unless they get them out before whatever time. date it is, I think it's like July or something like that, Fucking hell. then they just need to scrap it. How annoyed would you be if you're like so close to the end, but you just can't? Get there. Really fucking annoyed. Yeah. It's a financial loss as well. I know. You've been working on. I still yeah. think back to that Lily Mo Games yeah. who bought a Vita dev kit like a month before Sony did this, mm. and Sony must have just been like, <laughs> "Here you go, take it, buy it." <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it pretty right shady. Up you. Aye, it's poor stuff from Sony, but um, I mean, you'll still be able to buy your stuff. But aye, so they are as a sort of, as I said, it's a lowercase U turn. <laughs> I would, I would prompt it as. Uh, the only other thing I'd noticed was, I suppose this might be news, but 
depends how you how you look at it. Do you ever remember PlayStation Home? Yep. Do you remember this, Jess? No. Tell me more about it, and then I'll decide. It's supposed was, to be like a hub for like your avatar kind of thing I, and stuff like that. It was a really fucking cool idea. <laughs> I used it a, a wee cool bit, idea. but uh, it ended up going away because folk were just fucking hassling people on it. But it, when you set up the, your, your PlayStation 3, you created a wee avatar and there was an app called PlayStation Home mm-hmm. and in it you could design your character, you had your own room that you could decorate mm-hmm. and then you could go out into a sort of social space where there was loads of other just it was like almost oh, like a yeah. it's almost like a, a life thing where people just you could walk about and talk to people yeah. and there was like little arcade games and almost like the sims aye you could like, just walk about I feel and like you could, I remember seeing it like at E3 or something like that being aye like, it's like a like, almost like a virtual community yeah, yeah. I did remember it yeah. but I mean it, it took a lot of flack and stuff like that because people were just literally walking about like there was videos online that people were just following people about and like, suck my dick, suck my dick. <laughs> oh, for God's like, sake. Just, you know what it's like. If there's an opportunity Shut for people... Shut my digital dick. If there's an <laughs> opportunity for folk to be fannies, they'll take it. Yeah. Uh, so it, it died off in 2015, but it was almost one of these sort of ahead-of-its-time things. Yeah. So, I think if you, you're absolutely right. I think that somewhat like now, with all the VR we've got, aye. that would probably... It would probably do well, better. Well, that's the thing. I've never used it, but on PC there's a thing called VR Chat, which is apparently really big. Your wee brother uses it, yeah. um, and like folk just go on it, and there's like virtual bars and stuff like that. You can play pool, and like folk like literally have drinks and stuff like that, and then communicate with their friends on this thing. If you just got like an avatar and you just walk about and stuff, it's mm-hmm. like a like a second life kind of thing. Yeah. That's mental. Aye, uh, so it's kind of scary as well because you imagine there's folk out there that probably would get lost in that. Oh god, aye. Like maybe they're, they're a wee bit. No right. Well, I, I was trying to, I was trying to put it in a plight away, but no, I no. like just look damaged and just Aye. not all there, and something like that is something that they would maybe just like gravitate to and really because they get can lost become in. someone they're not. Yeah, which, see, to be honest, like although it could be unhealthy, it could also be an outlet that somebody needs. Uh-huh. like it could they, help it might, their confidence and stuff, and it might know? be like a chance for some socialising for them, like if they're if they're not somebody that's got many friends. Mm. But uh, I so that, I, do you watch? Uh, oh fuck! I've totally forgot the name. It. What's that program that Charlie Brooker writes? Blo- oh shit! Charlie Brooker. Aye. Right. Just continue what you're doing. Right. Well, <laughs> I'll come say, look this up and then I'll come back to it. What I was going to say was Sony uh, re-registered the trademark for PlayStation Home. Okay. Which they would only they only tend to do with this stuff if they intend to use it. So it looks like it's probably coming back. Oh, and the rumor is, or people are suggesting that they think it will be to do with PSVR two. Like it maybe be you can use it without VR, but it will be more VR focused mm. because of the success of like this VR chat. Um, so I mean, there's a chance it might come back, and if it does, that would be really cool. Like I know, like PlayStation. Like they do register a lot of things, but with trademarks, they only tend to do it if they are going to use it. And it's not like they would have been under any, like they wouldn't have been in any danger of losing the trademark because nobody else can trademark PlayStation Home. Mm, so yeah. they would only have needed to do it if they were planning to use it for something. So there's there's a lot of talk that that will be coming back, which I'd be all for. Interesting. Uh, Black Mirror. Oh. All right, aye. Did you watch that? Not all of We've them. We've seen some, seen of, some of them. It. The one that's called San Junipero, it's the one that 
they're in a virtual world. You don't really realise it until like, quite late on into the episode. I but think I have seen that. They're, they're old, but in this, they go into a virtual world and they're younger again. Right. Um, like, kind of like, I was just kind of like, made me think of that because of the mm. PlayStation Home. There was the, the one thing. as well where, an episode of Black Mirror where they were like, you rated everyone. Yeah. Like all your interactions, oh, yeah. you rated them and stuff. It was insane. It's it so clever, the yeah. programme. Yeah. It really is clever. That was one of the, the, my yeah. favourite episodes anyway, because folk were really, folk were just hanging up because they're, they're like, some guy was dropping to like a 4.2 and he's yeah. like, oh my God, oh my God, aye, what am I going to do? It's, and they all get, aye, and then everybody's like looking at them going, oh, he's a aye. two. I nobody talked to him yeah. anymore. Folk that talked to him yesterday and stuff. I think just because you could, you could, almost visualise something like that happening as I think because what made it so like oh it's totally how it would work yeah. out I wouldn't discuss anything with anyone under a 4.3 <laughs> you'd be, be outside the window that yeah. guy that guy's only got three scotch pies <laughs> <laughs> see while we're, on the, uh, while we're on the TV chat have you seen any Tacoma FD yet Andy? no I will check it out though you need to go on it just because because you've been saying about it. Aye. I'm seven uh, I'm seven deep now and it's fucking really good. Oh, really? I think you've got the same sense of humour, so... It's really good. No. Nah. I mean... <laughs> you have to emphasise it with a sweary word. Why? Because we're Scottish. Scottish. That's the way it works. <laughs> That's the way language works in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> you emphasise something with a swear word and he really fucking means that. Aye. <laughs> fucking hell, must be funny. And, and I watched the first episode of AP Bio... And that seems well worth a watch as well. Oh, AP Bio, is that get we what's his name? Will Payton and not Will Payton. The wee guy. Is it the wee fat guy? Aye, the wee guy he's plays the, he plays the fireman in Brooklyn nine nine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's in it. Did you said you hadn't ever seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Lisa's tried to get me to watch it. It's just I just, I've tried and I just can't get into it. Can't get into it. it is, no. When you get into it, it's really good. But the guy Dennis that's in that, he's in, he's the main character in AP Bio, right. and it's it seems. I mean, like I've only watched one episode, but it's basically he is like an ex Harvard teacher, but he's I think he's done something that has sort of shunted him down the ladder. So he's had to go to this run of the mill school, and he has got no interest in it. So he basically walks in and says. I've no interest in teaching you. You're all wee wanks and <laughs> fuck you all. And then they, they so they they think that he's on like some sort of like new age learning kicks. So they start writing stuff uh, down. He's like, don't write this down. Then this gets written down. I hate you all. And he's basically just going about trying to like shag women and be an, a complete arsehole. And is it like twenty two minute? Aye, type nah, program. It's just, it's just right. sitcom. It's had two seasons. The same as Tacoma FD. Pat Oswald. That's his right. name. Uh, it, it yeah. seemed, I think it pretty much started exactly at the same time as Tacoma FD because the two of them have had two seasons and then they should have had a third season last year but the pandemic oh, arse raped that. Oh, so. the pandemic. I know. I was, me, me and the pandemic were tight for a bit because <laughs> it was they were telling us to stay inside and play computer games and I was like, you know what, pandemic? You're all right. I'm all right for right? that. You're all right in my book. As long as you keep your distance, <laughs> we can be friends. But then you start to learn other stuff and there's delays and games not coming out on time, TV shows getting delayed. And the like, honeymoon period is over with this fucking pandemic. And then you're like, ah, the pandemic's taking liberties here. Liberties. I think we're going to break up. Aye. Pandemic. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cheat on you. 
So as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we also have the puredeadgaming.com website, which we upload written reviews to what's new in the last week or so, Craig. It's the third week I'm mentioning it, but I actually did now get the Dark Side Detective slash a Fumble in the Dark review up. went up last week, so check that out. I gave it four stars. We do stars on the website, so four out of five stars. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. But you still need to read it to find out why I gave it that. I see, I see. Spoiler, it's really good. Check it out, check it out. I think it'll be near my top ten for the year. Yeah, like, you, a lot you, you of... did, oh, really? yeah, you did note that in your review and I did query it, like, really? <laughs> Honestly, there's like, I, I just, I mean, it's two games and I one I've reviewed. Like, I think mm. both of them are good, but I don't know if I spoke to you about this, Andy, but there's like, I think it's, there's six cases in the second game of Fumble in the Dark and case five, I think it is, is all about them solving a mystery at a wrestling event. And it's cool. fucking brilliant. There he goes again it's with emphasis. So well done. It's okay. so well done. There's a guy called the penultimate warrior. And he looks exactly the <laughs> ultimate warrior, but he's holding a big inflatable pen. And there's a woman like backstage that looks exactly like China. And she's called Japan. Right? There's a guy China. behind the bar China. that's clearly Randy Savage, but he's not called that. There's a guy on commentary called the $902 man. And at one oh, point, just said this last week. you have to get a dollar, yeah. and then he becomes the $901 yeah. man. What, what it's platforms are so available on there? Good. It's on everything. everything. Is it? Aye. Cool. It's just like it's a point and click game. Like, if you don't like point and click Aye, games, I love you'll point and click like games. It. But if you like point and click games, it's fucking great. And Bro, so many times I've played Broken Sword aye it's like I've played them over and over and over it's like that and it's it's pixelated like it's got a pixelated art style but it's really, aye but it's done well aye, and it's like high resolution I imagine there's so many times when like pixel art games have come out and people have said I've heard reviewers and stuff say ah but it's beautiful pixel art and I'm like I look at it and I'm like no oh, it fucking isn't it like I can't be arsed with this shit but mm. for some reason, I just think it's this is really well done. Like I'd, I'd look at some screenshots and stuff of it. I read sure the review. You, I'm sure you came to me and said something along the lines of, like, you just know that that's a plant. But looking at it, like, Aye. I think last week you were talking about a spoon or something. Like that. You said like it's you so can tell it's a spoon. It's look, like, you can tell it's a spoon. But it's like four <laughs> pixels, and I'm like, how have they done that? It's it's really good. But see the like genuinely the. The wrestling case, I will play every six months. I thought it was brilliant. There's so many callbacks and stuff. So cool. You know, there's a you have to you have to dress up as the honky tonk man to get backstage. <laughs> so I'll I might look at this. I'll make check out your review yes, first. Check then. out the review on the yeah. website first of all. I'll have a real look. Aye. There's Hello. a there's a new program coming out that's like kind of wrestling program. I think it's called Heels, and it's got oh, the guy. It's got the guy that was who played. Uh, what is it the Green Arrow right it's him oh you know that because he was in the wrestling mind aye Stephen Amell aye that's him he was in the wrestling mind he done SummerSlam with yeah, uh, Stardust uh, aye that's right whoever Cody. he was because I think he turned up in AEW he did as well. aye, aye he was in the first when how they just done a big event at first yeah he was oh, in yeah, that I remember um, <laughs> ah, <shut up. laughs> oh, that's shit. I'm trying to be part of something. <laughs> you t- see, to be fair, you did watch half of it because it was on. Aye. Uh, it just looks quite cool, though. Aye, it's um, out soon, isn't it? I think it's out soon. I, I, see I remember hearing about it. It rang well. a bell as soon as you said it. 
Uh, I'm definitely keeping an eye out for it anyway. Cool. As far as uh, website stuff goes as well, uh, at some point, I think, later this week, uh, one of our reviewers, Kay Pedersen, has, he's currently playing Hood, Outlaws and Legends for review. And he seems to be making quick progress, as he tends to do. I've not, I've not seen much of the game. Hood. And it doesn't look as if they sent out code like early so that people could like have reviews out by the time the game launched because I don't think there's many reviews even up now. But he's well, it's always worrying when they don't do that. Ah, it's it's a multiplayer centric Never a game. Good sign. So it's it's not something that I'm interested in, but he's he's oh, powering no. through it. Like if you go on PSN yeah. profiles, he's the closest person yeah. in the world to I've the I've lost interest right already. I've <laughs> lost <laughs> in sorry. Just when you said multiplayer co op is that done. Aye. Done. No, it's not co I, I I'm not exactly sure. It's it's something to do with like I like I think the one guy's hood and then the other ones are nah, nah. Nah. Fucking nah. <laughs> I'm not interested either, but it, like I, I think that there is an audience for it. There's definitely an audience for it, but you know what I mean. Me and you just aren't online oh, gamers. I fucking hate it. Hate it. But there's, see, to be fair, there's like there's, there's a lot of people been looking at it. Like I think a lot of people, it has gained a lot of interest. Mm. So we'll see what he thinks. As we mentioned in previous episodes, we have started a gaming movie night and up this week is Far Cry. Now, I'm led to believe that it's so good because you, you watched it twice, Craig, didn't you? You watched, watched it, it twice. twice, yeah. He's a glutton for Once punishment. Was not enough. Jack Carver. Right, here's my first thing that I want to say. They, they freely admit that he's German. Mm-hmm. A few times in the film, right? How Hard many how many Germans do you know called Jack Carver? <laughs> the most American name you could probably come up with. But he's German. But he's called Jack fucking Carver. No, I don't think so. This don't think so. This podcast is not sponsored by Pepsi Max. Uh, yes. <laughs> it should be, though. That's something to work on for 2021. <laughs> After my care package from them. Uh, yeah... Aye, there's there's definitely no Jack Carvers that are are German. The, one of the weird things, like right, let's get it out of the way. It's not a good film. It's absolutely <laughs> not a good film. No. I did enjoy it because I do enjoy watching shit films. I don't think it was the worst film I've ever seen. No, I've seen worse films. I, it was competent. I, well, that's the thing. I don't think it's as bad as a three point one. I don't know about that. I don't think it is. It does have some feel really, like that's justified. To be it, honest with you. it does have some really suspect acting performances. Yeah, I was really worried at the start because you know the two people in the boat. I've made the that's exact the, note. The they were like, George, 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 I want to see some whales, George. <laughs> they were they were so bad, and so wooden, atrocious. and then I was like, is this what they're all going to be like? Aye. But their see, acting that's, was that's bad. The, that's pretty much the point where I was like, nah, I'm just going to yeah. shut my eyes well, and fall It's not a good start, is it? <laughs> when we watched it for the first time, Jess was asleep before it even started. No, right? I, I saw that bit. <laughs> no, that was Did last night. Did you wake night. up in the last 10 minutes no, again? Aye, you were asleep before it started the first time, but when I came in from the football last night, I put it on, and then you were almost asleep, and then she's at it. George, George, George! You promised me some whales, George. And then you turned around and just went, "She's really annoying." Is, <laughs> Aye, is that was. is that what they're all like? I'm going to sleep, and I was like, "No, they're just they're just side characters." And you were like, "No, nah, 
<laughs> and then she just went <laughs> straight wonder. to sleep. She's like, fuck wonder. this noise. Uh, I, so I will do my best to watch it in the future. Right. Oh, it'll be on again. I'm not gonna. No, I'm I mean not, other films. Aye, but I'm not done with this film. Oh uh, my god! So it's so bad that you are gonna watch it yet again. Is that what you're saying? At some point, I'll watch it again. Right. <laughs> Fucking hell! Okay. Unbelievable. Aye, but they, no, they were bad. Uh, there was a lot. Of, there was a lot of bad in it. To be fair, like I. It was obviously very loosely. Aye. Inspired by the... Far Cry. Now, yeah. I, I want to ask you: Did you play Far Cry one or two? Huh? Right, I didn't. I started with Far Cry 3. Right. Was there ever a Far Cry where they made super soldiers? Yeah. Was there? Aye. Alright, it's, it's less loosely connected than I thought then. Yeah. I didn't realise that. Sure, I'm pretty sure like, you're getting... Aye, aye, the first couple were that kind of right. idea. Oh, fair enough then. So I'm not giving it enough credit. But it's just, I mean, that guy's actually a competent actor. The Which Til, one? The, the main guy, Till uh, Swyler. He's, like, he's been in other films. And I think he's been in many leading roles but he's like a kind of side character at, time, at times he was alright like nah, I, I, was fine, I, I need to give a special shout out to see the sex scene that was the so most random. uncomfortable fucking thing I've but ever so, seen in my life as They'd uncomfortable literally... as Piranha 3 Double D uh, well I wasn't in a cinema at that time <laughs> so that was that was quite Jesus have I ever told you about this no. no me and Jess we've been out for a year or something like that we just, we're just having a date night and there was nothing else on at the cinema we're up in Glasgow and Piranha 3 Piranha, no, I think 3D. it was just Piranha 3D it was the first 3D. one 3D yeah. aye because 3DD was the second one I'm going to watch those films again because they were funny and shit <laughs> but so it was the first one so we went in and it was like us another couple and then like two guys that was the only people that were in the cinema right, right? and for the most part it's just one of those so bad it's good films Have you ever seen it? No, no. It's just it's like almost like horror comedy. Like mm-hmm. there's these piranhas that are eating folk and stuff like. That. At times, I know of it. I know aye, what you mean. They're going for shock, but at other times it's just silly. Mm-hmm. And then, randomly out of nowhere, these two girls—I can't remember who they were. One of them was like one of these girls that's always nuts was or something like that. Kelly Brook. Kelly Brook, I think, yeah, mm. and some other girl, just. With no context whatsoever, mm. go underwater naked and start dancing with each other, like Un- intertwining with each other underwater, and it goes on for about four minutes. <laughs> like, okay. now, it probably felt like longer than it was. Oh, to be it fair, felt but... like an eternity. Now, yeah. I've got nothing against Kelly Brook naked. Nothing. No. And the, the other girl <laughs> was pretty neither. fit as well. Like, even Jess, Kelly you, you, would, nice. you wouldn't have objected to it or whatever. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? If it was a 30 second scene, it would still have been random, but you'd have been like, all right, some tits, great, let's move on. It went on. <laughs> that would have been your words, and Jess. It went <laughs> great, on. Great, some tits. Hurrah! Didn't it, Jess? Yeah, it was uncomfortably long. It went on and on and on. Yeah. Everyone in the cinema at one point was just turning around and looking at each other going, What's what, going on? Is this... What? 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 <laughs> it never stopped. But right, aye, so this sex scene in Far Cry, it's, you don't see any, there's no sex involved, you don't even no. see... But, so, but it's so random though they only knew each other for five minutes before this I didn't, they know and then all of a sudden I was really I was really taken aback no it's the, it's the main guy right so right. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll lay it out for you <laughs> so they get to this house after escaping they've no, like Andy says they've known each other for half an hour right 
And for a boat trip, essentially. Aye, for a boat trip. They've spoke yeah. about three words to each other because he's a man of few words, Jack Carver. And so they're cold by the time they get to this place. So they've lit a fire or something like that. So she's going to get out. Her clothes, their clothes are wet, so she wants to get out her clothes. So she's like, turn around. And he sort of half turns around, but he keeps peeking around as you would. <laughs> he's a cheeky German. Aye, cheeky German. Because she's all right looking the girl. And then, so she gets down to like her underwear <laughs> or something like that. And then she goes under the covers, right? So mm. then he's just sitting there and he's he's still got his, he's got his top off, but he's still got his trousers on. And he's chittering away. And he's like, uh, it's really cold. Uh, can, I, can I come in under the covers? And she's like, right, okay. And he's like, ah, to be cheeky, he's like, right, we'll turn around while I take my trousers off. She so turns around, so he gets in under the covers. And then he's like, you know, back when I was in the army, we used to, we used to huddle together to uh, help with the heat, uh, with the body heat. And she's like, okay. So they start hugging, right? Then... She says, She's like, is that your gun? Is that your gun in your pocket? Now, you've already seen him before, before right? You've already seen him oh, before dear. he gets under the covers. He's in his boxers. He's got no fucking gun. None, no. right? But he oh, goes, he's got a weapon, all right. But he, but he says, yes, it is my gun. And then you hear him take a gun from under the covers and remove it. He never had the gun before that, right? No. It was up his ass. Aye, probably, right? And then, as soon as he does that, he smiles at her she sort of half turns around and they just start kissing I know and you're like, it's so random where did this come I from I was so I was really taken aback by it because I was like this is, this is weird this is like why they've had no indication that that was going to happen and all of a sudden they're fucking Aye. and you're like well, what's going on but made even better by the fact that they clearly didn't want to show much right I mean they didn't even show the girl in her underwear like, no, usually that would have been an excuse for it but you didn't even see her in her underwear yeah, they didn't pay, her, pay no. enough money to get her cut off no no so, all you see is them kiss for like two seconds and then boom, it's the next day. Yeah. They're walking down a street <laughs> and she, the the very first words that are said is, it's him going, so, so how was if I? you were to rate me out of 10, what would you, what, what, what would you give me? I'm no, like, he was like, what? no, he went like, how was I? And she was like, what? I was like, how was I last <laughs> night? And then he starts asking, Aye, if, if you were to rate me out of 10, 10, she's like, uh, Two, and he's raging. <laughs> two scotch pies for you. Again. That was so weird. one scotch pie because that was out of ten. You have to divide it. And it then he, he, man- he manages to convince her to up him to a three at one point because he won't let this go. Nah, this is the a theme the throughout the film. He's wow. going, and, and it's kind of the last scene. Actually, I, you're saying I'm a two, and he's like, okay, a three. And she's like, is that fucking hell? You let it go. And he's fucking, in bed, mate, he's, right? ma- he's made up of it <laughs> being a three now. Aye. Guess what the budget was? I don't think it would have been... I think it must have been a respectable budget because the explosions and stuff were all right. Ah, it was directed all right. It wasn't like poorly directed. The guy knows what he's doing, but he just makes shit films. But the budget was $30 million, Right? So how much do you think it grossed? Oh just at the box office? This is a box office again, eh? Well, worldwide grossings, it says on the website. Less than a million. What is it? Yep. 744,000. Fuck's sake. 30 million budget, didn't even make back a million. And now you can watch it for free on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently. (laughs) So bad. That's really fucking bad. I don't think it was in the cinema over here, was it? No, I don't think it was. It was probably only in the cinema in hometown or something. A limited release. Uh, Do you recognise the big guy? Yes. 
was... I recognised him and I recognised the villain. I recognised the villain. He's been in so many uh, things. He's um, just got one of the evil faces. Like aye. he couldn't possibly play anything apart from a bad guy. It's because his eyes are bright blue. He's, he's, and he's like get blonde. T- he looks and like he's a Nazi. Really arched eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he does. He looks. He does look kind of weird, doesn't he? And yeah. quite distinctive. And I always remember his name because his name's like. Uda or Udu or something like that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's, he's like German. There's a lot of German folk in this film. The Aye. director's German, he's German. The big guy, we're just about to talk about, he's German. Must have just got all his pals. The main guy's German, you know what I mean? They probably yeah. all did like an AV club at school or something. <laughs> but the big guy, like, I recognised him from Gladiator. He oh, yeah. The, he Aye. was one of the. Aye, that's right. No, I kind of remember his name or anything, but I was like, oh, where did I know him from? Then I was like, ah, he's fucking for Gladiator in the, when they're in the Gladiator pit. That's he's right. He's like one of the guys fighting. Aye, I do remember him. And then I looked him up and then I realised he's kind of one of those guys that's been in quite a few different things as a side kind of character. Maybe no saying much. Aye. Aye, because he's, he's got quite a good look, like as a, just like a big. brute. He's big. Aye. He is big. And I noticed as well, it, and I, I figured it out before I looked it up, but the main girl... She mm. was in a season of Two and a Half Men. She was one of oh, Charlie's she? love interests. Right. Maya. Didn't know that. Aye. Uh, uh, so, her. Anything else to say about the film? Any uh, scenes or what points? Stuff? What was the fucking genetic soldiers all about? You could only kill them with shooting them in the eyes and the mouth. Aye. But then, see, when they discovered that, everybody's all of a sudden a fucking crack shot. <laughs> And it only takes like even with fucking assault rifles. I know. Bang! There's <laughs> one shot that. right in the eye. You know what I mean? It's just oh, so so easy. I just I thought it was interesting how see when they were obviously creating these super soldiers and then that guy came and was unhappy that you couldn't control them. Oh the general. Aye. Uh, they didn't explore that very much. Because no. you were like they didn't really go into much detail about how they were making them super soldiers. Or no, I know. Like nothing like, do you know what I mean? There was but then no- all of a sudden, like this guy's obviously been given money to do this, and he's been doing it for years. You'd aye. assume, and then on this- an island with no supervision. Aye, but then the general comes and goes like, "That's just no more than a rabid dog. I need to be able to control them." And then all of a sudden, he's able to fucking put a microchip in the back of Big Max, and then he can control him. Aye, oh, he's always just discovered it new like that. Exactly, you know what I mean. There's a problem, then he's just, oh, there, we'll just need to put a microchip in the back of him. Oh, no, now, he, now he's understanding, is now he goes to the commands. Boom, fixed. Uh, there was, it was, <laughs> there was, hell. there was numerous plot holes, I would say. Yeah. Or if there's plot points, it was just like quickly fixed off. Like, there you go, that's that done, microchip, boom. <laughs> I, I would say as well, like, apart from like the sex scene, or, I keep calling it a sex scene, it was the, it, it was like an undress the lead up to the sex scene that you never saw because like I laughed out loud at that because it was so funny another bit that I laughed out loud at was at one random point where they cut to the main villain I can't mm-hmm. remember what his name is in the film but they cut to the main villain and he's playing the piano like it's just such a fucking is he? playing the piano? was it a piano? is he no painting? Sorry, painting. That's it. Right. Fucking piano. He's painting, but like, it's such a classic. I don't know. Like, see these like. It's just such a trope. You know what I mean? Uh, like, it, you've got the, the, you've got the, you've got the mad scientist, but oh, he's he's this cultured man. I don't know why the piano yeah. came to my head, but like, it's just as soon as I saw it, I started laughing because I was just like, "That's so." It's just. 
so stereotypical. I don't get that he's going to that he's going to be this upscale man. That yes, he's an evil genius, but he paints. In his but spare do you know time. what he was painting? Or did you see it? Because as a wee, and it's quick. It's a quick scene, no? I didn't see. He's no. painting the formula for what obviously he's doing to these soldiers. Oh, really? It's like a DNA structure formula. Ah. So when everything starts going tits up, and all the genetic soldiers are going about killing everyone, then he randomly goes over to the paint and starts painting. And she's like, "Are you painting at a time like this?" But he's like painting over it in black, as if to like get rid of the formula. Right. But then, but then he takes the painting with him. So it's like, why is one of those UV things, but why, I'm explaining that. I don't know. It doesn't go into any of that detail, no. obviously. But he's like painting over it so he nobody can read the formula, but then taking it with him. And I'm like, well, what's going on here? There was a lot of bits where I was just kind of like giving up. You know what I mean? Because it was like the plot points were just like all over the shop. There was also one other thing that I thought was weird was, for the most part, they painted Jack Carver as, like, a total badass. Like, he's an ex-army guy. Yeah. He is, like... Special forces. Aye, he is superhero, like, level man. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But then there was certain points where they made him look like a fucking idiot. And I was like, right, is he supposed to be a no-nonsense destroyer? Or is he supposed to be a fucking idiot? Because, like, at one point, he is tied up with a food guy who's also hilarious. Oh, God. Right? But Emilio. I, I'm just the food guy. But at one point... the food guy. So at one point, he's, he's tied up with him, and the girl comes in and gives him a kiss, and she gives him a key. Oh, that's right. Right? Now, oh, yeah. But then he oh, starts God. choking on the scene. key. This scene. So, like, she's gave him the key so he can get out. But, like an idiot, he starts choking on it. And you're like... Well, you're Emilio s- kind of bumps him a wee Aye. bit. And yeah, then like, starts... You're, you're supposed to be the fucking no-nonsense, I'm a fucking ex-soldier, Aye. I've done this, I've done that, I can take out everybody in this island. And you're choking on a fucking key. But he's doing it in comical, over-the-top style. He's doing the whole eyes rolling in the back Aye. of the head and everything. Like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like a cartoon. Aye, it was almost like, like... Oh my God, I'm choking! Like it was like a parody, and I'm like, right, is Aye. it supposed to be a parody, or is it supposed to be an action, like a serious action film? See that fucking food guy, Emilio, as well, see when he was tucking into that meatball sandwich, Aye. and he's looking at it going, oh my God, I've been waiting all day for you, and I'm just like, this acting is fucking shocking. That Aye. fucking meatball sandwich is probably a better actor than you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, so bad. Okay, it's so bad. So on that note, what are we rating it in our rating system of Scotch pies? I've got to go for a one. I'm giving it one Scotch pie. I'd go two. Oh man, two. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going I'm going to add a page to the website so that we can we can keep track of what we rate these <laughs> cool. each, each week. Yeah, right. Good idea. Um, Let's do it. Right, I'll go two. You can you stick with one. So, we've so got, you're going to put like Andy's score and then your score. Aye. Right, and if Jess ever stays awake for one of them, we can have Jess to score <laughs> in as well. Well, maybe next week. I feel like next week's film, I might stay awake for. Would you like to unveil next week's film? So, Rather than doing Scotch pies, we can maybe just do like a how long did Jess last during <laughs> <laughs> the film? George. Like a percentage, a percentage yeah, of it. I mean, that's a good indicator if it's good or not. Certainly. <laughs> um, so yeah, next week we are going to watch Lara Croft Tomb Raider, the two thousand and one. Oh, yeah, so this was the first Tomb Raider film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually got a decent enough rate in IMDb. I've, I've not seen it since it first came out, but I remember no, at the know. time enjoying it. 
Like, but I think looking back, like people sort of make fun of the the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider films, mm-hmm. but at the time it did it did do well. So it'll be interesting to revisit it twenty yeah. years later. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. How long it's been? Yeah. So if you want to also watch it next week, we'll be talking about it on next week's podcast episode. <laughs> What have we been playing this week? Craig, will we start with you? <laughs> have you guys got anything? No. No? I played a wee Real bit high, of actually. The Art of Rally. Art of Rally and Dark Five. Oh, that looks quite cool. I've yeah. seen that. Mm. Oh, you played a bit of that and a bit of Dark Five. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Art of Rally? We never played it for long right now. Uh, I enjoyed the sort of... What's the kind of... The art direction of it? Game that was also like top down like that. Micro Machines. Micro Machines, uh, yeah. It kind of reminds me of that a wee bit. Mm. Um, the way you kind of drive and kind of skid about. But, yeah. Um, is it top down then, eh? Or is it it's not top down, it's almost, it's at a slight angle. I don't know what you would necessarily call it, but I don't... You, Isometric. You possibly can change the camera angle. I'm not sure. Like we do. I mean, we literally. I, you played it for a little bit more than me, but mm-hmm. we we literally played it for half an hour. Yeah. And it took. It was weird because like you when you first went in, it was like, uh, "What's your blood type?" I'm like what? Huh? Do you know your blood type? No. <laughs> Honestly, you don't. No. No. I'm A positive. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's weird like you don't know I clean up it at some point after I've murdered you uh, it's something you should know I but I, there's loads of shit like that I just if I don't I feel like I knew when I was pregnant but I can't remember now and I don't I don't remember whatever the most common one is I probably am I'm a pretty bog standard guy <laughs> uh, but no it, it did seem good but yeah so I asked I asked a couple of weird questions and then it bumped you straight into a sort of open world that you just drove about and we were kind of driving about going like Right, so where's the races? And there was like, right. collect the letters R, A, L, L and Y. There was some tapes to collect. There was some scenery. Like if you got to a thing with a little camera sign, you would then press tri- uh, triangle, you press Y. And then that would like show you some scenery and you had to collect five scenery things. And I'm like, That's weird. Right, it was almost like, you know how like Burnout Paradise is open world? Mm-hmm. Like it was almost like that. And I'm like, right, but what is the actual game? And I was like, I sent to Jess, I was like weird is this just early access or and I didn't really notice until I went to shut the game down that when I quit out it then took me back to a main menu and it was like oh do you want to do free roam or do you want to do career and I was like ah right so oh, the game must just automatically take you into free roam to just yeah, drive about is that like FIFA when you first started aye, that game aye so it must have just been like that so I was just driving about a little bit kind of getting used to the controls it seems like one of these ones that will take you a wee bit of time to, to get used to yeah. but it did look good um, it's out they did not give a date yet but it's going to be out in the next couple of months on consoles and I think it's coming to Game Pass day one as well so I would expect it to be like a kind of £10-£15 number but it seems quite interesting it looks it looks really nice as well no, so it's worth, worth keeping an eye on I would look say cool. right, well, if, you, if you guys have anything else I've also oh, been I've played, I played oh. something sorry oh. yeah, I played uh, I got through the post from Boomerang Rentals Call of Duty Cold War. Oh, you're saying aye, aye. It's actually really good. Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's just like, I've no, I've played some online because Nooktown is back in it and that's like a map that's just really notorious for being quite cool because it's right. quite a small map. 
so it's like quite action orientated. So I played a bit online. It's as good as ever, right. obviously. Um, it's the only online game I can really play because uh, it's so easy to just yeah. pick up and play, and it's it's just fun. It is a fun game to play. Um, but the story mode as well is like quite cool. It's like kind of back in the eighties, like the Cold War. Yeah. Um, but the graphics are just insane. Like they're so good and all the characters when I watch like the Call of Duty games it's like see when you like see some games you get the impression that the characters are hollow they're, they're just like wee bits of things put together and they're not like an action but when you look at the Call of Duty characters they feel like living tangible characters mm-hmm. as if they've went to the effort of giving them insides that are actually there you know what I mean they seem so solid and there yeah as opposed to just like it's just a, the outside of something and you can you know what I mean I, it's hard to explain I get that way you played recently and you zoomed right in to show me the eye because you could see the reflection oh, it was the eye. it wasn't a game I was playing it was a video on Twitter but yeah see the Playstation it's either I think it was actually Xbox Series X it was a next gen version of Control uh, and someone had went into photo mode right. and zoomed. So it was like the main character was standing, Jesse, was standing in front of the, I think it's the director, right? So they went into photo mode and zoomed right into the director, if it is the director, the director's eye and the reflection in the director's eye, you could see your character. And mm. I was like, fucking hell. That's mental. That is some level of detail to put reflection into somebody's eyes, yeah. which would actually be there. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I totally get what you're saying with Call of Duty. Like, it's the level of detail. Like, people give Call of Duty yeah. shit and like, yeah, their campaigns are short, but they are fucking high, high profile. Like, they're, yeah. it's it's high production values, in it? Oh, it's, and it's like non-stop. Like, yeah. can it, well, it's not always non-stop action. You do get quiet moments, which I think help yeah, the action moments. Um, it's like a it's like a blockbuster film, is, isn't it? It's like the totally game like equivalent a, of a blockbuster film. As it's it's literally as if you're playing in a a, a blockbuster film. Uh, definitely, you, you're going to get you know you're going to get this once a year, and it's going to be a balls to the wall action. And it's going like, to be good. Uh, yeah. Like you say, it's got down moments as well, and those are those are my favorite bits to be honest. Ah, like Even stealth, if, like if they give you a bit level. of stealth, like yeah. I fucking love it. I know. But Call of Duty always feels really fucking high quality. So I've, I've not played. I've not played the new one, but I really want to. Yeah, it's, it's worth a go. Definitely, I, I will at some point. Maybe pick up my sale or something like that. Uh, right, I what have I been playing? So we said, spoke about our, our rally. Just played a little bit of that. I've also been playing a game called Skate City, which I believe was originally an Apple Arcade game. It's quite fun. It's just like a 2D skateboarding game. Uh, It's just, all you're doing is going from left to right, but you've got, the way they do the controls is pretty good. So I'm playing on Xbox, so you press A, you tap A to increase your speed, and then with both analog sticks, depending on what direction you press, so like say, each... On each analog stick, you can do eight moves. You can do down, down left, left, up left, up, up right. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. an eight axis. Mm-hmm. So there's like 16 different moves. And so you hold it down, and then when you let it go, then that's when they do the move. And so you have to do it over all the obstacles that come up. 
and like you can do if you land one where there's a wall then you automatically do a grind that you have to balance off of and stuff like that so it's it's just really cool it's it's a small game it's it's got a sort a little bit of a similar art style to Art of Rally like it just a bit like kind of not lo-fi graphics but it's not like they've went for full detail it's just mm. quite kind of pastel colours and then the soundtrack's really good as well it's all instrumental like but it's it's got a good beat to it and stuff like that and it's just there's just lots of each level you go into there's lots of challenges you have to complete so far it seems really good I really like it and it's only about 8 quid or something like that I think um, it was interesting when we got the code through for it it said on the the sort of review docket that the game's best played in half an hour or 45 minute sessions that's weird. Aye, which I've never, I've never had that through, and as part of a review to say you should play it in this, these in chunks like this. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I suppose I, I mean, I don't think you'd want to play it in chunks lo- much longer than that because it is, I suppose, a little bit basic. But, um, but it's fun. It's really fun. I would recommend people check it out. It's on PlayStation. It's on Switch as well, which I think it would be quite good on, mm-hmm. and it also came out on PC. Um. Apart from that, I played a little bit more Returnal. I'm still shit at it. Although I did get to the first boss, but I got wiped out promptly. <laughs> but it's, it's still really good. There's loads of people I've been having issues with it. Doors not opening, uh, just ro- loads of random issues. Game crashing, like you're two hours into a run and then the game just crashes oh, and stuff God. like that. Like I've not had a single issue. But there obviously is big issues with it because they released a patch and then they had to basically roll the patch back like four hours later because it was wiping people's like progress and stuff like that. So I've been lucky. I've not had any issues, but there has been some. And the last thing I've been playing, which rolls into Game Club, our not-so-casual Game Club, is Resident Resident Evil. Which is really cool. Really, really cool. I'm about two hours in. So maybe twenty percent of the way through, and it's it's just really cool. It looks beautiful, runs brilliantly. Um, it's maybe a little so far a little bit more action focused than I would have liked. There's been there's been multiple occasions where you've been sort of like overwhelmed with enemies, and you have to sort of like pop a couple of shots off and run to. To safety and then pop a couple of shots off and run and stuff like that and I'm like oh, I don't I don't want it to be like this like but outside of that like the atmosphere is completely on point it's there's been a lot of comparisons drawn to Resident Evil 4 and it is a lot like Resident Evil 4 like it's quite campy it's it's not terrifying like Resident Evil 7 was so far <laughs> so far I I mean I'm again I'm going off what I've played but also seeing what people have said so I think it does maintain this sort of level of like horror and yeah it's it's, it's still it makes you feel uneasy and it is still tense and all this but it's not that's like almost I, the worst part is waiting for something to happen. Aye, but I think Resident Evil, like seeing Resident Evil 7 with that, sh- that wee old woman in the wheelchair and stuff like that and you'd mm. like turn around and she'd just be there yeah. not moving and you'd be like, fuck sake, uh-huh. man. I don't want to take my eyes off you, you spooky bitch. But like, it's it's not like that. <laughs> like it's not, I don't know. Like, there's there's been nothing so far that I was like I'd be like holy shit that's really that's really unsettling mm-hmm. like it's it's good it's very very good 
and it's very polished and I really like it. But yeah, it's way more Resident Evil 4 than it is Resident Evil 7 so far, I would say. We have had one question uh, in um, so far, uh, just to do with the Casual Game Club, and it's from Jack. He said, do you like the more camp approach to RE8 after the more serious survival horror we saw in RE7? So it's basically just what we've been talking about there. I do. I think I do. Like, I, I liked Resident Evil 7. I thought it was absolutely brilliant, but like the sort yeah. of slightly less terrifyingness of it I, I do quite like and like I don't know like the, the guy that's going about that's selling you stuff and things like that he's just a big fat mutant <laughs> and he really amuses me but like that's totally what's his can't, name you know? I can't remember his name he's just a fat bastard but he's, he's camp, what's his name fat he, bastard he's camp he reminds you a fat bastard at Austin Powers though he's that big <laughs> like he, he but he's really like amusing it's almost like comic relief he just turns up in random places and you're like what the fuck are you doing here Um but yeah no I, I actually do I think I prefer it so far to Resident Evil 7 but I'll I'll continue to update throughout the month and is there one final game that you have played this week, Craig? Or are we hitting the vault? No, I've played it. Okay. Are you are you referring to a wee a wee whiff of a platinum? I am indeed. A wee a wee, <laughs> a wee whiffy platinum. <laughs> yes, this week's shitty platinum is infested. Shitty shitty platinum, shitty platinum, shitty platinum, yes. shitty platinum, shitty platinum, shitty platinum, see it to stay. <laughs> yep, Infester. This one's called Infester. Okay. It's I'm, I'm I enjoyed it. It's quite good. It's it's just it's one of these two D puzzle games. So you're this little kind of green blob, and bogey. you green uh, bogey. It, pretty much, and you <laughs> you sort of drop out of like a Mario style like green tunnel and you have to get to the next one and that's what each level is you've got 50 levels you have to do but each level takes about a minute or a minute and a half or two minutes or something like you can do it in less than an hour certainly less than an hour and it's it, it's just it is a puzzle game but it's not too taxing and it's quite fun what you do is there's people like they look like little kind of gremlins throughout the level and each one can do different things so there's a regular one that can jump quite high there's one that can open doors there's one that's got a gun and each one of them you go up to you can then press square and sort of take over their body so you have to then use them to get to the next bit and so that's the whole puzzle of it is how do you use these guys to get to your end goal in each level so it's it's actually quite good it's made by Wobblyware limited and obviously it's published by Retallica Games oh, because wow. what a surprise yep that you might not have heard them they're, oh pretty, they're pretty new on the scene Aye. do you realize Craig we are now on episode number 19 I'm aware okay Oofed. and to be fair I actually don't think we started shitty, shitty platinum till I don't know a few episodes in but mm-hmm. you know given the average 3.99 price you're sitting about 75 pounds so far spent on these games <laughs> at least <laughs> holy shit at least half of them. At least I've got platinums for them. <laughs> At least half <laughs> of them we get codes for. Okay. Still. 
It's weird. Like if that... our listeners have enjoyed have joined in, they have now spent about seventy five pound on these yeah. Aye. games. Like, look, see though, like, see that Metallica games. Like, I don't request the games, but they send me some of them, and it's just random. Like, I've, I'm signed up to them, and like, so they send some through. Uh, and what not others. Who's gonna play this game this week? Oh, I know, Craig. Craig well, the thing is, everyone like loads of folk play them. Like thousands of people have bought that in Fester, mm-hmm. but. Uh, yeah, I I do wonder. I, I I take it they've not heard our shitty platinum section because mm. they might they might the codes might dry up yeah, <laughs> when they could when they offended. hear that when they hear what section they've been placed in every but week. At the end of the day, mm. if we're encouraging sales, then good shout out so well. Maybe I I don't care. Like I mean, there's never going to be a time where getting a code through for a game makes me speak more highly or less highly of it. Like, see, to be fair, as I said, Infestor's actually quite fun. Right. Like it you genuinely that, so. is actually an alright game, but aye, it's still a shitty platinum. You can get a platinum. There's people have got. I don't know how, but I looked in PSN profiles, <laughs> which shows you the timings that people have got stuff. There's people have got it in like fourteen minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? You've got to do fifty levels. Christ, so it would take it. me at least an hour. But it's like I say, it's quite enjoyable. So and also, it's it's a wee too far, a wee too far. Because you get a PlayStation 4 version and the PlayStation 5 version. Mm, here we go. So it's two Platinums for 3 99 So double whammy, a Platinum. bargain. Indeed. Let's move on to some news from the past week or so. First up, according to a new article by Upload VR, who cite quote, reliable sources. Sony's next-gen <laughs> PSVR is set to be a massive upgrade. Well, that shouldn't come as a surprise. The website does produce some numbers and features to give us more of an insight. It allegedly has a resolution of 4,000 by 2,040, an enormous boost compared to the previous 920 by 1080. For comparison, this is slightly more than the Oculus Quest 2. The headset will indeed have trackers in the headset, meaning no PlayStation camera will be required. This will make for much better 360-degree tracking, as well as the haptic feedback in the newly designed controllers that we have talked about in the past. Apparently, there will also be haptic feedback in the headset as well. Hmm. I really want this headset. It's going to be at least a year away. I think it will be out maybe like September next year or something like that, and that's if stock issues mm. like parts aren't an issue which they might be so it could end up in 2023 but i want it like it seems like it's only a minor upgrade in the quest 2 which i already have but i, I don't know it sounds fucking cool what about what about haptic feedback in the headset but yeah. i know i'm gonna get like headshots and stuff and you're that, getting bi- bounced about my instant thought was you're gonna get like it's gonna be first person shooters when you get shot yeah. in the head you're gonna get like an electric shock to Aye. the head. That's cool. <laughs> fucking terrified. VR headset on hiding behind your couch. <laughs> well, you, like, you said as well. Mind you were telling us about that body kit as and well. The like, feedback vest. Yeah, the vest. Thing. Imagine having all that gear. That and the headset on. Yeah, that's come in and you're just twitching on the floor. <laughs> ah, he's got the headset on again. That's some fucking brain damage over there. <laughs> It, it reminds me of... Have you ever went paintballing? No, I'd love to go, though. Aye, I did it one time, years and years ago. When I worked at the bakery, do you remember Jim? Yeah. He was right into Paintball. paintballing. And so he took us up to this place near Kilmarnock. And yeah. he had, like, 
he, I think one of his pals owned it, and right. he had like f- fucking thirty paintball guns. Right. He, so, he had his own guns. I so see. Made up a, a two team thing, and like I was like, oh, this will be fun. This will be a laugh. I get, see after the first time I get shot. Like, mm. Motherfucker, that's actually really fucking sore. So see at first, everybody's just running about going ha ha boom boom boom. Yeah, as soon as you get hit, you started taking that a lot more fucking seriously. So <laughs> I was like literally like covering myself in leaves and mm-hmm. like hiding camouflaging myself and like picking my shot and stuff like because i was like i'm not getting fucking hit again <laughs> and i feel like that's what this could be like it'll actually put some stakes into it you know what i mean see these yeah, wee, cool see oh, these yeah. wee call of duty wankers that don't even bother with the guns and they just run about <laughs> stabbing r3 like just and they, every time they kill somebody then they die but they get 20 kills or whatever <laughs> <laughs> we'll, see how they, <laughs> we'll see how they fare when they get a fucking electric bolt to the head okay UK sales figures for the week ending May 8th make for interesting reading Resident Evil Village debuted in top spot to no surprise but what may surprise some is that 80% of physical sales were on Playstation platforms another good sign for Sony is that over 50% of all Village sales were on Playstation 5 However, not all the chart news is positive for PlayStation. After debuting last week at a very respectable second behind only Pokemon Snap, Returnal has dropped all the way down to 15th place behind the likes Mm. of Mario Kart 8, Minecraft, GTA 5 and even somehow FIFA 21, despite that game now being available on EA Play. Jeez, it's dropped a fair bit, isn't it? Aye, big time. (laughs) I think it's kind of like what we're talking about. Like we said, like it wasn't going to sell that well. And... It was interesting, like, a couple of days after it released, there was big websites been like, woofed, Returnal's shooting out the blocks. And I was like, that's a mm. bit fucking early to be waiting that distinction in it. And then as it, I mean, the fact that it sold less than FIFA this week, which is on EA Play. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's sold less than Minecraft, it's sold less than GTA, which is on fucking uh, EA, uh, sorry, PlayStation Now, I think. It's on something like that, like... It's no great. That it's is insane. not fucking great. The at fact all. that uh, GTA is overtaking it into fucking GTA, man, the juggernaut. I know, but just I, I, like I think we spoke about this. I can't remember if it was you, me that mentioned it a few weeks ago, but like there was a whole groundswell on Twitter before this released where everyone was so excited for it, and everyone was like, "Holy shit, this is actually riding a wave. This is this. This is that." And like I think it was me that said like. Twitter is not real life. Like these people, like people were thinking, like because people were excited on Twitter that all of a sudden this thing was going to sell millions yeah. and millions of copies. Like Twitter's such a small sample size mm-hmm. of gaming of any fan base, yeah. and just because people on there were excited, like people need to understand that that's not how things work. And like I think it will end up sell- selling respectably because it's a fucking good game. A mm. really good game, mm. but it was never going to be huge. But I mean, on the other on the other side, like eighty percent of sales for uh, Resident Evil going to going to PlayStation's pretty big. Yeah. Like we like PlayStation have released their sales numbers, and I think they've sold seven point eight million PlayStation Five. So they're, they're doing really well. It's outselling the PlayStation Four, which is fucking nuts. Um, it's the fastest selling console ever, despite the fact that you can, hardly anybody can get them and we're in the middle of a pandemic. Like, That's it's mental. mental. The demand's unreal. But, like, Xbox haven't released what their sales stats are. But, like, so it's little things like this that you can sort of glean from it and be like, mm-hmm. right. 
I mean, granted, there's so many more PlayStation 4s than there is Xbox Ones that that sort of puts it in yeah. PlayStation's favour, but you're talking, like, you're talking, that's a, a four out of every five copies of Resident Evil getting sold are on PlayStation. That's a hell of a swing. Do you know what the best-selling game of all time is? Uh, Minecraft, is it not? I think that's number two. Hold on, I do know this. Is it Tetris? That's it. No. Something like... Something like... But to be 500, fair... 500 million or something. I'm aye, not even kidding. There's been so many iterations of it, though. It's not aye. like Tetris has sold that. It's every Tetris. Aye, but it's still... It's Tetris. Aye. You know what I mean? Aye. So... Um, aye, but that, that's how it's, it's so far ahead. Yeah. Because Minecraft is... Like say Tetris is five hundred million, Minecraft is something like that's not even two hundred forty or hundred forty or something, like that, which is still insane. And then you've got GTA is like sixty million or whatever it is. You know what I mean? But it's just fucking that seems crazy. Okay, so EA announced on Wednesday that it has bought the British Columbia-based developer of three acclaimed arcade-style baseball hits, most recently last May's Super Mega Baseball Three. The deal is the latest in a six-month stretch of moves and expansions that have brought EA back to sports it had left over the past decade. We brought this up a couple of weeks ago. I remember mentioning Super Mega Baseball. I think it was when uh, MLB The Show came out. I was saying about Super Mega Baseball. They are really fucking fun games. Mm. Like, I don't know. See, see, in fact, see when your phone, look up Super Mega Baseball 3 just to get an idea, see the art style, I fucking love it, it's so cool, like, and it's so, because they don't have the MLB license, it's so creative, so, they've got a great edit mode, like, so I really like how the characters, oh, it's kind of uh, cartoony. cartoony, but like, with the big heads, and I really like how the characters look, but see, because mm. they don't have the license, there's so many different, like, editing options, so like, see if you go in to create a new character, you can almost always make it look like someone you know. Like, so if I wanted to go in and make, like, the, you two and put you in my team, mm-hmm. I could make it so that if I put it on you now, you'd be like, have you made me? <laughs> like, that's how, like, it, and it looks really cool. The gameplay's really good. But, like, there's a lot of people that are down in this because obviously EA have got a bad rep and there's talk that, like, oh, what if EA just, like, shut them down and have them, I don't know, making fucking card packs for FIFA or something like that which they certainly could do but my dream (laughs) my fucking dream is that what happens is do you remember EA Big? No. No? Right EA used to have a a section called EA Big and they made they made SSX they made like do you remember like NFL Street NBA Uh Street FIFA Street like all this sort of stuff but it was like Like it's like arc- a particular genre of I, games, yeah. I would cream myself if they staffed up Metalhead and they had them see the kind of, see the kind of style of uh, Super Mega Baseball. Mm. If they had them make a football game as well <laughs> and like a hockey game in that style, yeah, it would be so cool. Because honestly, the the baseball game's fucking epic. Oh, good show. Could be like I don't cool think they're gonna do it because that's too cool for EA. But yeah. it, I mean, like. 
hire me EA. I'll, <laughs> I'll call they the shots, make it happen. They don't really do anything unless they know it's going to be a hit. That's, that's, thing. that's There's no the risks thing. anymore. And that's obviously why EA Big went away, because as good as it was, they probably didn't sell as well. No. Do you know, in fact, do you know what else they made? I can't remember if this was EA Big, but do you remember the Def Jam games? Oh, yeah. They yeah. did that as well, I'm sure. And they Fighting were, games. Aye, that Def Jam Vendetta was fucking brilliant. It was different as well, that's Aye. the thing. You could slam their head in the car door and everything. Aye, but just even the concept, it's like rappers and stuff Aye. fighting against, that's just cool as fuck. I know. Aye, it was cool. So, we can live in hope, but I they'll probably make FIFA card packs in about six months. Codemasters have released the latest free content drop for Rally Racer Dirt 5, with the game getting cross-platform matchmaking as the headline edition in the Red Bull Revolution update. There's a bunch of other additions too in this update, including eight Red Bull-themed liveries based on the energy drink brand. Playgrounds mode also gets some additions, including wet and stormy weather conditions to make courses that little bit more treacherous in Arizona, South Africa and Italy. Finally, Time Trial and Playgrounds Gatecrasher, the much-requested Ghost Lap time features added, allowing you to race against the best times from the Global Leaderboard or those of your friends. I don't, don't know how much, how much interest anyone well, in this audience has in this. Dirt 5 is an excellent game. Obviously, you've been playing mm-hmm. it. I'd play it. Uh, it is nice that you would be able to now play with people in other consoles mm-hmm. like hopefully that just becomes standard but it's nice to see that it's coming to Dirt 5 I've I've been meaning to jump into it but I've just got this thing where we have it on Xbox mm-hmm. but anytime I hear people talking about it they keep talking about how cool the DualSense controller is for it oh the haptic feedback aye that it makes it's re- a difference doesn't it that apparently it's really fucking cool and I'm like like normally I would just jump in on Xbox, but I'm like, am I going to be getting a worse version? I've spoken that before. And I like when most stuff like like when it was MLB the show. Like who cares? Like I, I am glad to play that on Xbox. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. But when that's almost a feature on one of the consoles, I, I feel like that is a selling point. I mean, I've only experienced the haptic feedback a little bit. Like playing yeah. some of the games you've got here. I really and like for it. For me, it feels like a game changer for some. I, I think it is. I there, there was talk a wee while ago that Xbox were looking into yeah, making another controller that. with those features, mm-hmm. and I, I really hope they do. They, they need to, I think, to be I, competitive. Because if that's a difference between two games, and like one is like you can have like you get this extra experience because that does. Yeah. The way they they are able to make what you're doing feel so mm-hmm. intuitive on the controller. I don't know how they do that, but it's amazing. That is, I mean, I, I, I really, some people I know that I was talking to one of the listeners, Alex, on on Twitter, and he'd said that he'd ended up turning the feature off because he just he found it like over time that it Too just became like an eye distracting, a bit of a nuisance. Right. I've I've never had that. Like I I, I really enjoy it, but I mean each each to their own. But like, uh, um, I feel but, like it's something you after a while you just don't even mm, yeah register. It, it, you you feel it obviously, but. It, You've been using Dual Shock for so long now that when you get shot, it vibrates, yeah. and that's just a reaction your brain is waiting for, as like as the controller to. But now it does it in this like plus a hundred way where it's yeah. so clever at bit doing it now. You know what I mean? It's, and it makes it. I, I just. It's, it's really crazy. Cool. Yeah, it's crazy. I I just I hope 
I hope Xbox do rip it off. Like, I would just, if I was Phil Spencer, I wouldn't even make any bones about it and try to be like, oh no, we've done it differently. I'd just be like, huh? PlayStation have done good there. We wanted to do the same. Why not? See, see if it was the other way around. PlayStation would just rip it huh? off. May as well. Who cares? Okay, so despite rumours that Battlefield 6 would be formally unveiled this week, it now appears that EA are holding off until their showcase in June after official Battlefield account tweeted as much on Monday night. Oh well. Yeah, I mean, we know Battlefield 6 is almost certainly coming this year, so I don't think it overly... I don't know how many Battlefields I've not played. I need to check my trophy list and see. I don't know when I'm at, because I play them. Yeah, like I'll, I'll usually play the uh, story mode. That's that's one of the things that like, see, like even people that don't care at all about trophies, mm-hmm. like they they are quite useful for things like that. You can go back and see how much you played of a game, yeah. and you also it timestamps everything, mm-hmm. so you can be like, oh yeah, I played that then. Oh, that was two thousand and fifteen. I played that. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's quite cool from that aspect. It, like it's it's a timestamp in history that will always be there to be like you did this then. Should also note that at the moment Battlefield Five is free on PlayStation Plus. Oh, that's right. I've so you, it can just be, you can just go in and redeem yeah. it. I've never played Battlefield Five, so I was. I'll maybe give it a. That's what I'm saying. I don't think I have either. But uh, I add it to my library anyway, just yeah. in case. But may as well. I. But um, I did the one thing I found funny about this story was that there was like I, I don't know who it was that came up with the rumor that it was getting announced this week, but it was one of the websites, and then within half an hour, every prominent games website had the same rumour up mm. that this was happening because one of them had posted it so the rest of them did and then when Battlef- the Battlefield Twitter account tweeted out saying oh see you in June or something like that basically dispelling the rumour yeah. all of a sudden every one of them had like an update been like uh, yeah Battlefield have tweeted saying it'll be June before the uh, announcement which th- that lines up with what we've, what we've heard yeah yeah and you're like <laughs> shut the fuck up you've been made to look like a dick copy and, and pasted basically for your website take your lumps it's just dawned on me when we're talking about trophies there, Craig. Have you got your 200 yet? No. Okay. Because no. it just, it's not been mentioned in, in a wee while and I just I wondered. tell you, do you not think that I will be doing a lap of honour? Yeah. Well, so you've not got a platinum in a wee while then? Uh, no. Because that's a couple of weeks, you wouldn't Aye, no. This is, this is a... Uh... I've been playing bigger games, like see, like, see Resident Evil, like that's... A, a platinum Resident Evil 2 and 3... But they were missions, man. You had to complete the game about five times, and Fucking like hell, why this, do I don't know if Resident, I don't know if Resident Evil Eight is the same, but I'm pretty sure it will be because they're always this way. You have to complete it in the hardest mode, which can be a bit of a bastard. But usually, once you complete the game, you get like infinite ammo upgrades and stuff, which make it easier. But there's usually a time trial where it's like complete it in under two hours and stuff like. I hate shit like that because nah. I always get interrupted. So, I don't know. And like I say, I did it with Resident <laughs> Evil 2 and 3, and I was pretty proud of those Platinums, but I, I don't know if I've got it in me for Resident <laughs> Evil 8. He's so proud of them. Right, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take this time when you two are taking the piss out of me. <laughs> oh, dear. Chocolate vegetables. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> right? off. I fuck off. I was right. He's fucking ripped me last week. I felt like a small boy going to that gym. A small boy. I was like, oh, I've made a dick of myself. They fucking jumped <laughs> at me. Did I imagine this? Did I, did I dream about chocolate vegetables? Did I dream a dream? I've dreamt about chocolate vegetables and they've torn me a new one. 
my arsehole was in tatters. <laughs> and then I spoke to I spoke to Mr. Castles and he confirmed that that did happen at school. We get told about it. The dream was real and it just turned out it was shit. I just don't understand why these people were going about schools. That's not, uh, that's not your, your target market. Like. No. <laughs> your target market for chocolate vegetables is not kids. Well, yeah, Anything but to the do with vegetables. are going to buy the stuff, Aye, but it? it's the kids that are going to go home and go, chocolate vegetables, chocolate vegetables, chocolate <laughs> Which is pretty sure exactly how my conversation met with my mum. Mum's going to buy some chocolate vegetables. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. You're, you're trying to move on, but either one of you has issued an apology yet. No. Nah. <laughs> Fucking... Fannies. Mm. <laughs> okay, so next up, IGN recently published a six-minute developer commentary on the 12 minutes developers. No release date was given, but the hope is that we will hear something at E3 and at the latest. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, definitely. It looks really cool. I, when, I, when I saw this go up, I wanted to watch it, but you know that way when you're excited for a game anyway and you're like, I, just, I don't want to see any of it. I just Aye, don't want to see you know it. You're gonna, you know you're, you're, you're geared up for it. What's the point in watching stuff that spoils it? Nah, the stuff I saw at E3 two years ago or whatever, I was like, yep, day one. Yeah. So like, I just, it's tempting to watch it. Like, yeah. it's famous, I think it's Willem Dafoe, is he not one of the actors? Oh, is it? I don't know. Ah, it's, it's yeah. famous actors, like, playing, like, the, the voices mm. or whatever, but, like, I just, I don't know, I just, I don't, I, I've put I've put myself away from watching it, just so that I can, it's, the same it's thing got with, to come out soon. It's the same thing with film trailers, because film, it's like, it's proven that, well, I don't like film trailers because they basically tell you everything that's mm. happening, you know what I mean? But apparently most people like that because they want to know what they're getting beforehand. Exactly. You know what I mean? They want to know what what am I paying for to go to the cinema to watch this. Mm. So most people apparently want to know kind of what is the gist of this, yeah. basically. And then, then go and watch it. Personally, I don't like that. And if I know like, I like the actor, I like the, uh, the sound of the story or whatever, I'm like, I don't need to watch a trailer, I'll just fucking watch it. And I want yeah. to be able to watch it in a way that I don't know anything about it. And I can sit and enjoy something fresh rather than fucking watching a trailer that's four minutes long and it basically tells you the whole plot. And it turns out that you you then go and watch the film and you're like, all the good bits were in the fucking trailer. How many times has that happened? Especially with comedies, that happens a lot. so annoying. Or Fast and the Furious. Well, I was just about to mention that. My my wee cousin Brooke, hello Brooke, was round... the other week and she was saying about that was there, was the trailer for the new Fast and Furious up? yeah it's like a and three she, minute trailer ah, that's what she said she was like it went on forever and it just mm. it showed you basically everything that's going to happen she was yeah. raging she's like a big fan which is I mean I'm a fan of them as well I, I like watching them oh, I, I do don't. I don't yeah. I th- well I liked some of them but I think it was the last one we had, we turned off after like 20 minutes did he take a bike through like a fucking prison or something like that and there was one bit when he went like, I can't. There was one bit, one scene, and we were just like, oh, "I've had enough of this." It's kind of changed from. Hobson Shaw was alright. I thought Hobson Shaw was brilliant. I've watched that again. I saw last week. Uh, it was uh, so we, good. We, we thought that was alright. That's amazing. But it's moved like the Fast and Furious franchise moved from street racing to almost like espionage, yeah. saving the world type thing, which is like, fucking, where did you go from there to there? I think they just had to adapt. I know they did, because there's so many, I mean, I think the next, the next one it's out is nine, and then there's going to be ten, and I think they're talking about maybe ten will be like a two-parter, and then that's it. That's it, done. We'll see. you can only do this for so long. We'll see. 
I know. Big Vin Diesel talking about family. Family. From fucking fa- Fast and Furious 10 part 2 will be out and that La fucking Familia. that Bond film still won't be out and then they're all clinking it's always Corolla's in it Aye. Corolla Familia <laughs> I'm Groot <laughs> fuck off man uh, okay so yeah last up Xbox are running a new sale all this week with some cracking deals we have Titanfall 2 Ultimate Edition at 90% off Skate 3 at 80% off Tekken 7 80% off as well and Assassin's Creed the Ezio collection at 70% Ezio. off Ezio 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 Did you get your Italian accent going Sorry. Ezio Ezio Lagatori <laughs> Uh, those were those were just four of the deals that I picked mm. out. Uh, I think there's about two hundred and fifty games on sale or something like that this week. Fucking standard, but see after them doing their sixty FPS update, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, the one platform I don't own sleeping dogs on at sixty FPS, mm. brilliant, excellent. Well seen. That's not part of the fucking sale. Mm. Every mm-hmm. sale that's ever been in existence for the last three years. Sleeping Dogs has been down to two quid. <laughs> yeah, I bought it when it was like down to. I mean, I told you, but always it, I said, down to oh. two quid. All every sale, but see, because it had that sixty FPS update last week, they uh. fucking held it back. It's twenty three ninety nine. What? Like, no chance, mate. Fuck that. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting because it will be on sale again. But there is there is a lot of good sales. Like those four that we picked out are good. Uh, I think they have. See most of the games that got the sixty FPS update, they're they're not included. Mm-hmm. But I think that's because they'll be like, there's gonna be an uptick in people buying them it's anyway, so let's not ninety percent yeah. those yeah. bad boys. Yeah. Okay, and just to kind of finish up, what is our pick of the week this week? What's new out on the scene of games? On the scene is actually an old game old games it's Mass Effect Legendary Edition Mass Effect the first is this the first game the, it's or is it a full it's the trilogy? trilogy they've remastered ah, yeah, they've right. remastered all three games right. so apparently the reviews aren't Fucking out yet hell. but apparently they have updated the first game because the first game seemingly had pretty bad combat yeah. So they've updated it so that it's got the combat similar to the second game. Right. And then they've just upscaled the graphics and mm-hmm. I think a few quality of life that. additions and stuff like that. I never did you play Mass Effect? Yeah. I never I've never I played yeah. half an hour of the second one and wasn't a big fan. Yeah, I was quite invested in it actually. Um, I did play it. I think I got to there's one that's called Andromeda or something. That's like, the fourth one. It's out, out with. That's where I lost interest. Oh, it's meant to be shit. Yeah, it was bad. And it, it was that kind of thing where the character models were like, the eyes were popping out their heads. Aye. Like you just like turn to somebody and they'd be like, Bleh! and you're like, whoa, what's going on here? It was like really the graphics were yeah. shocking. So many glitches in it. Aye, no, I've heard bad things about that. The trilogy's yeah. well thought of though. Yeah. Like, I, I do feel I'll, like I, I should I'll go back. back and play it. Yeah, I think, I I think it'll be quite cool. Yeah. I did, like, I don't know, I just, as you know, I'm not really into space, space. stuff, Aye. but I've, I've eased my stance on it over the, over Aye. the recent years, I've even watched You're a Star Wars film. You're missing a good gaming experience for not, Aye. just because of that one thing. I, it wasn't just that, like, at the time, I think at the time the second game came out, my Xbox was broken, and so I had access to Mass Effect 2 on PlayStation 3. 
and I tried about half an hour of it and I remember getting to a point where it was like the first sort of combat section and I remember just thinking that the third third person shooting was really basic mm. and I was like nah I'm alright doesn't matter yeah. but like I don't know I feel like I say I feel like I'm more into this sort of stuff now so I would like to play the trilogy at some point but I'm, it's not like a day one thing for me like we've, we've put in a request for a code but I've got a guy that's if we if we do get one through is, is really wanting to review it mm-hmm. so um, I'll let him do that but like I mean with because it's an EA game six months after release or nine months after release that'll be on that EA play so I'll just wait till then and I can play it for free yeah Right, there's no rush no nah, there's, there's loads of stuff coming out it's, we're only four weeks away from Ratchet and Clank still playing awesome. Resident Evil I've got Returnal like, I've got plenty of games to play uh, Leisure Sweet Larry's next week don't want to give a wee spoiler no. on what pick of the week might be next week but I'm you excited about that you don't want to rush through stuff either don't you know that's, no. you don't want to rush through stuff just because there's other stuff coming out Aye, you might exactly. as well take your time and enjoy a game then you've got plenty to a back catalogue of things you can turn to Aye, definitely, and like like I said, massive. I mean, it's three fucking forty hour games. You know what I, I mean? Know, so it's like, a, it's, not it's as a it, bit of investment of your aye, time. It's not as if it's just a wee a wee fucking twenty minute shitty platinum number. No, it's not a Metallica. What is it called? Metallica. Metallica. It is out on Friday the fourteenth for anybody who is interested in picking it up. There's also talk. Some people on Xbox got an email saying that they'll be able to play it as of Thursday. Oh. And seemingly the email came from Xbox, but I don't know if that's. People aren't weren't sure when I saw if that was an error or not. Mm-hmm. Either way, this week. Okay, um, and yeah, just to finish up, do we have any questions or feedback, Craig? From... <laughs> we did. We got. Uh, we're we... laughing. Yes, uh, <laughs> we got one bit of feedback uh, this week. I didn't. I didn't bother going back into the vault to pull old feedback out, uh, old questions. Sorry, but we did get one bit of feedback. The the person would like to remain anonymous. Uh, it was about our fleshlight discussion last week. And uh, the comment just said, I can confirm that the fleshlights are indeed awesome, <laughs> but I cannot confirm whether or not they're attached to VR devices. <laughs> so we've got a wee fleshlight review. How much are they? I thought you we would to chip in and get you one. I might try it. Check it out. Fleshlight. Extra large. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna stick your fucking heat in it? <laughs> that's the that's the that's the goal, man. Eh? <laughs> Pick you up and launch into it. The world. I just put in flashlight. The first site that comes up. Hello, pleasure. UK. The world's number one male masturbator. Hello, pleasure. Funny thing about pleasure, it can be very pleasurable. <laughs> it's usually a uh, love, honey. Listen to him. <laughs> it's usually a love honey that comes up when you search flashlight. Let's see. How much are they? Flashlight. Let's go in. Let's see, listeners. Oh my god, they look fucking terrible. So oh, it's not a fashion accessory. There's vi- right. There's vagina ones and there's butt ones. Ah, you get mouth ones as well. There's neutral. What's neutral? A bit of butt and vagina. You know what? I think I'm just gonna cut this now and finish this episode up. I don't. I don't want to discuss this. Thirty-five quid. Hey, that's that's not too bad. Actually, I suppose. Depends. What's uh, there's a ten-inch one there. That would do me. <laughs> 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 Fucking <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, folks, if you have enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review as it goes a long way to supporting the podcast and make sure you're subscribed for future drops. New episodes are released on Thursday, so we will talk to you all again next week. Tag Fleshlight and get us an advertisement. You know what they seem to do? They seem to have moulded porn stars' vaginas. Aye. And you, you can, can get, get specific ones. Yeah, you can get your favourite porn star. Aye. Aye. So like Christy Marx here, she's got her, her lips are quite big. Right. <laughs> but they're all over the shop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bye folks. Bye. Holy fuck.